Hello and welcome to this week's This Club Is My Club, right here on North Manchester 106.6 FM. I'm your host Cockers and shortly we'll be bringing you all the build-up and reaction to FC United's away trip to Lancaster City in the league. Later in the show we'll be hearing how the women's team got on in their league fixture against Mosley Hill from Sunday, but before that it's now time for this week's club news. And we start the show this week in winning ways, as 10-man FC United left it late on Tuesday night to beat Geisley at Broadhurst Park. Well, we've uh, now played the uh, six minutes of added time. Well, FC aren't gambling. We've got four players, three to four players back and uh, four players in the penalty area. And uh, it'll be uh, Luke Griffiths to take the... uh, the corner, a lot of movement in the penalty area. It's not a bad ball, comes across, who's on the end of it? Oh my word! It's back on this right-hand side. And he must have deflected again, there's an opportunity towards the back post. It's in! Oh, 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 oh. Well, there you go, there you go. The first, the first header was goal-bound, it deflected wide right, and then all of a sudden the ball's on the back post. Taking the ten men and talk about a sucker punch, Swampy. Was it Van Wyke? He's the it, last. I think it was. If it was Van Wyke, well, he's a hero. Lavacum should come out and gather this though, and he does, and that is the perfect ball for FC, and he blows the whistle. Oh my word, that is an amazing end to a pulsating game of football. FC with only a couple of uh, shots in the entire game, but my word, leave it late. And that's why you're involved in football nights like this. You, you just remember them. So proud of the boys. The, the effort that they've put in. You've got to go through that. It's probably 10 men. Halsey goes off. Guy hasn't kicked the ball for how long. He's, he's done 90. Donald's has gone back to back 90 minutes. Ennis is putting himself through it. Van Wyk on his debut today. Gabby, not everybody. I just can't. I'm so proud of them. And, and that group, I keep saying it every time I get on this radio, that group is so special. Whether or not we are depleted, such a good dressing room. And I would have been super proud of the point. I'll be telling you the same thing up here. But to go and get it in that fashion, excellent. Neil Reynolds there from Tuesday evening. In other news, and the club have announced the date of this year's supporters' end-of-season party. It's free entry in the main stand function room, and as well as a DJ, there'll also be food available to purchase after the Stafford Rangers match on Saturday the 15th of April. And finally for this week's news, on Saturday, FC United travelled north to take on Lancaster City. Let's hand over now to Ben and Woodso shortly before kick-off. Well, good afternoon everyone and welcome back to FC Live, brought to you by ConstructiveCoding.com and you lovely people, the Armchair Army, and you join us here back at the Giant Axe in daylight hours. Never knew there was a chase station there, Woodso. But uh, we're back here at the Giant Axe and uh, we're here for FC United against Lancaster City and Woodso is with us early doors. Hello Woodso, how are you? Crime Walker, I thought we were just plugging the no. uh, plugging JQ show again. No, then. James isn't here today, Swampy's not here. Just us lot, and uh, we'll hear from Stato Paul shortly. But what's I've got you Hello. on to discuss the events on Tuesday night? Brilliant game against Geisley. Yeah. Uh, one shot on target. Technically, it was a header. Technically, it was an on goal. Yeah. <laughs> when but you watch it back, but apart from that, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. From the first corner of the game for FC United yeah, 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 in yeah, the yeah. 97th minute, it comes in. When the board went up, yeah. I said, "Was well, he got 96 from?" I'm glad he did. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> you could be forgiven for thinking. Yes, we've cracked it. We're going to be on a roll here. But there's some exceptional circumstances behind Tuesday night, which means 
that today's game we should just sprinkle with a bit of caution and a bit of a caveat games like that don't happen every week no I mean it was, it was one of those classic games where we were up against it I mean we, had, we were down to 10 men it is a foul I'm, I'm going back I'm rewinding let's rewind oh yeah the ball did go out of it's play it's so far out of play it knocked my hat off <laughs> on the back row of the stand <laughs> right so the goalkeeper does it, this is for North Manchester FM yeah. this benefit the ball is cleared by the goalkeeper it swings out and then in again on the main stand side I think it was Halls dealt with it he played a, a not the best of balls to Jones there was no pace on it or anything Jones beats one player can't beat the second we're left in the lurch a little bit and there's a Halls who puts a challenge in and brings down the man you could argue uh, I, haven't watched I haven't watched it back so my ball, initial reaction uh, was it's red card it's, so. uh, yeah I mean yeah. once you get to that point it probably is yeah, uh, yeah. but yeah, you were saying though about the, the following 25 minutes because then FC United did it really well. Yeah. well. We were playing okay up to that point. I thought the first half we did okay. I mean, we until at half time and it was all right. It wasn't spectacular. They were the better team, but I thought we did okay. Second half, I thought we, we played okay up to the red card. After the red card, I thought we were magnificent. I mean, to be fair, up to the red card, the effort. I mean, I'm not saying there was no effort in the first half, but the actual. It seemed like it just took a, took another few percent well, upwards. People, oh. I mean, can we just talk about, obviously we gave man of the match to Donahue, um, you could argue, you know, Guy Hall was superb, Lavican when you watch it back, some of the saves yeah, he had to make. I thought Curtis Jones had a good game, and jo- I thought Van Wyk had a good, a good game. Well, Van Wyk was a revelation. I mean, one of the things I have to say about Van Wyk was, I was surprised how strong he actually is. Yes. Because I, I thought, because obviously we've seen him before, and I thought that he was going to be like a kind of Michael Owen Defoe type, who's yeah. going to be getting in behind. And, yeah. But no, I mean he's bulked up since since he had that summer. I thought it was two summers, but I think he only did, did, did one. Um, we saw him play start this season. Yeah, forward. forward yeah. And we said it like that. He's filled out a lot, but his hold up play was really good against you know a very experienced at least one centre half in Mepping Walters, who's he's been around the block a few times um, and knows the game inside out. Played really really well. Deserved his. If you want to give, you know, I don't know if it has been officially created to him. Well, I think when you watch it from behind the goal, the keeper pushes it onto the defender's back. It's going in in that direction now, so that's ca- that's classed. Well, the keeper's the pushed it. Yeah, but that's classed as the same. But you, 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 so. you don't deny him that anyway. I'd have taken nil nil. I'd happily taken nil nil. Certainly take the one nil. I, I probably draw would have been probably the fairest if we're being magnanimous. But let's take the three points because we, we, we wanted them and we got them. Yeah, and there was a, a little bit of payback as well. I mean, I have to go back to the away game and that ridiculous free kick, kick and everything and yeah, like, yeah, well, yeah. I know that was before Paul Phillips' time but I mean it's still that was a bit unfair I thought but yeah. uh, I mean it's it's all balanced out in the end kind of um, but that performance on Tuesday night like you say it can have a galvanising effect but to put in another shift well we need to I, mean, we, we, I know, know we need to but the problems that we had on Tuesday night with team selection it's not got any better in fact it's got slightly it's got worse, worse again, yeah. uh, because Michael Potts, I've got a team sheet here where he starts. Unfortunately, he picked up another injury yep. uh, in warm-up and therefore he doesn't start. I don't even think he's on the bench. No, uh, Jan Palinkas has to start. So I'm imagining Jones will go into midfield. midfield. Yeah, well, I would imagine. I'm that imagining, be the way. Um, yeah. although Palinkas does wear eight. Speaking of injuries, though, Woods, though. Lancaster have still have got similar problems. I mean, they had to bring a goalkeeper on last, last week, week. Apparently, so yeah, as an outfield player. Yeah. So um, you know, I think I think there's a few managers who are in the same boat. At the yeah, moment. I mean, to be fair, looking at their team sheet, there's, there's 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 a lot of familiar names: Paul Jarvis, 
Nicky Vangelini, yes. who, I, who I quite, I've always liked, yeah, as, I've as, always a liked him as a player. Kyle Brownhill, uh, Norris, obviously. So they've got some regulars. We're down to the bones in terms of it, it, up to the pot's injured the same sixteen as as Tuesday. Um, and we believe he's been replaced so uh, on the bench by an academy. Academy player. lad, he's, he's so, been promoted. Who, yeah. Whose name I'm not fully aware of at the moment. But uh, we'll get those info, info from Paul. Ph in a second. knows that yeah. absolutely. Uh, but I mean, what's your thoughts before you go, Woods? Uh, about if we can play, if, if we play the same way as as we've played on, on second, second, second half, I can see us getting three points here. It's never easy. I don't, I, I don't think we've actually won on this ground. Paul, have we won on this ground? I don't nope, think we have. Never. No. So we've got to break that one. And the team sheet looks, looks ominous. After extra time, ninety minutes, score nil nil. I'm not, I'm not staying any longer than I have to. <laughs> We're having extra time, none of that nonsense. Uh, but but um, yeah, yeah let's let's see what happens. You know, we've got there's not a lot on the bench, but it is all attacking. You know, De Costa, apart from Dodd, we've got De Costa, Dyer, and uh, Sharrock Peplo. But let's see what happens. You know, if if, if we play to, to our strengths, like we always say, we'll we'll, we'll give anybody a game and we'll, and we'll do okay. The problem with FC, I think, is if if we are ten percent off it, we, we we just seem to struggle. Maybe it's because we're down to. The 16 as it is, and there's not a lot of rest of players. No, I mean that's the shift on. on and Tuesday. then we've got Tuesday night to, to, to you know to look forward to you know. And um, whilst the game, if we win, we win; we lose, we lose. We want to keep the trophy, but that's not the priority. Today. Priority is three points there. Then, then look after Tuesday. Well, what's our big thank you? For no problem. Us. Thank uh, we'll you. catch up again see you at later half time. time. But uh, let's bring in my summariser, our statistician, pundit, pundit, legend. Mr. Stato Paul, let's welcome him to the broadcast now. Hello, Paul, Good how are afternoon. you? Good afternoon. So, we've had a chat about Tuesday night, you know, the problems with selection we had. Obviously, that's continued today. But there's an element of positivity, I think, maybe. I mean, it's a blowpots, obviously, going out in, injured in the warm-up. But but that was pretty much what happened on Tuesday. So Exactly, yes. Um, the 10 men mentality worked very well in the second half uh, on Tuesday night. Everybody... It was like hands to the pump and everybody put a shift in and all those cliches. And it worked out very well for us. We rode our luck a bit on Tuesday, I think. But um, whether the luck will linger for this afternoon remains to be seen. But I think this afternoon is a very, very fascinating game in that we've got a side that is basically shorn of a, a regular goal scorer. So goals may be difficult to come by in the short term. Lancaster are chronically short defenders. They played at South Shields the other week with... Uh, a striker playing at centre back and a reserve keeper up front. Yeah. Um, and you look at the side today, and they've got Paul Jarvis wearing number three. So it looks to me like they're still struggling for defenders. So if you put the two things together, a weakened defence and a shot shy opposition evens itself up a bit. However, one thing that is in Lancaster City's favour is the fact this game's taking place here. Now, Paul. What can you tell us about the giant axe? One, once we came here, we're seven minutes away from winning. Oh, so close. But we didn't cross the line. Oh. So another weird thing is, is that we played them 13 times and nine of those have been at home and only four here. So we've only been here four times over the years, which is very surprising, isn't it? It's surprising. And that's why um, I can't remember being, I, I can't remember seeing the train station in daylight hours. Because we normally come here in midweek, but there was a... The first time we, we played here was a Saturday, but, I think but that was 2007. And I think we were over there at yeah. that point in the uh, porter cabin. Uh, our commentary position is, uh, well, we're pitch side pretty much. What else can you tell us about this uh, particular fixture this afternoon, Paul? Uh, any, anything of interest? What I can tell you about is uh, Matt Van Wyk, our new goal-scoring sensation. Yes. Um, he was the 36th debutant to score for FC and the 15th in the Neil Reynolds era. Van Wyk... 
what, what did you make of his performance? On I was Tuesday? very impressed. What? I mean, I remember I saw a glimpse of him in the friendlies, but um, then he was he wasn't quite the player he is now. He's, he's certainly stronger physically. Um, he rode challenges on Tuesday night. He was he was quite robust. I was saying to Woods, there, we didn't think he was going to be a hold-up player, but it transpires he was actually pretty good at it. I mean, that's that's one thing that we've lacked very much without Linney, and even sometimes with Linney, because Linney's been penalised so much. He's almost been nullified by the referee in some games he played. But, um, yeah, I mean, it does all go well if we can get Van like in good goal-scoring positions. He certainly has a shot on him. And what a ball from Griffiths. We didn't give him enough credit, I don't think, on Tuesday. The ball was played into a, a, a beautiful area. And to Van Wyck's credit, he forced himself ahead of the defenders yes. and made it his. Yes. It wasn't a, a free header by any means. He had to win that header. And he got power on it. And we don't score from headers. It's very unusual for us, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, th- we're looking like uh, the teams are about to, to join <laughs> us. Uh, just before we just hand over Just to, to mention, yes, Lancaster have only won three or 14 home games. They've drawn a lot of games, which is very much like we have at home, so very similar in that respect. They've not scored many goals this season, home or away. 27 goals from 27 games. Yeah. Uh, just working out that average. Um, that's uh, well, What is that? That's a goal a game, Paul. Yes. <laughs> Took a bit of time there, but <laughs> tricky, that one. Um, right, let's discuss the league table, though. FC United starting the day in eighth position. Three points from the playoffs. We do have a better goal difference than Radcliffe, who are currently in fifth. But in between ourselves and that final playoff spot at the moment, Gainsborough Trinity and Matlock Town. So they start favourites as teams who could get into the playoff positions come five o'clock. But we have played uh, a game more than some teams, a couple of games more than others. I mean, yeah. I mean, given, there's, there's no room for manoeuvre now, is there, I don't think? Given Lancaster's poor home form, and our away form is one of the best, it still has to be said... We've still not drawn away from home, by the way. Third best away form, yeah. is it, in the league? We've still not drawn an away game in the league this season, which is a bizarre stat. But given the, those two things, what an opportunity it is to break our duck at the Giant Axe this afternoon. Yeah, I thought you were going to say what an opportunity it is to get a draw. Well, that, <laughs> That's the consolation prize, our first draw of the season. But, um, I mean, OK, we've got a weakened side, but Lancaster is severely weakened, so I think that evens itself up. The teams are now out onto the pitch, so without further ado, let's hand over to our expert commentary team. This is FC Live, brought to you by ConstructedCoding.com and you lovely people, the Armchair Army. FC United taking on Lancaster City here at the Giant Axe. And here's your expert commentary team. It's Stato Paul, but first, me. Played forward down the uh, far side for Lancaster City. Ball picked up by Donoghue. A good ball over the top there for Van Wyk, who's onside. Van Wyk on the right side of the penalty area. Checks, plays it to Ennis. Ennis with a first-time shot. Drags it wide, though. Blinkus wins a header. Kalpafwait wins a header in turn. And here's Tweedley now. Tweedley to Bailey. Bailey inside Lancaster territory. Played forward. Evangelinos heads that there in the general direction of Sloan. Jones, good stuff from Jones. Heading into trouble though, Tweedley's there but can't capitalise and uh, here's Palinkas. Palinkas, not the best of balls to Guy Hall but Guy Hall did well with it and then launches the ball forward. Van Wyk, good header infield to Ennis. Ennis first time ball to Gabidon, Gabidon's one on one! Oh, he puts it wide, best chance of the game thus far. Brilliant one-touch stuff from FC United in the build-up with Gabidon, very unlucky there Paul not to hit the target. It was great teamwork in that um, Van Wyk headed the ball inside and Lancaster are all over the place defensively and the, the through ball caught them out. Gabidon had time there to pick his spot and dragged it wide of the post and uh, 
Waller was completely beaten there. It was a great opportunity to open the scoring. Wallerton forward. Van White can't win the header. Here's Ennis. Good half-volleyed pass out to Gabidon on the right-hand side of the penalty area. Gabidon now. Is he going to go to the byline? He is. From the right, crosses the ball into the back post. Oh, Griffiths there with a point-blank effort and a great save. And uh, there was a rebound there as well from an FC player, I think. And it went out for a goal kick, Paul. It's a great cutback there, low and into the box. And Griffiths timed his run perfectly. And unfortunately, uh, he didn't get the goal. But um, well, he got a credit to save. Yeah, encouraging stuff from FC United. They started the first half very well. Uh, they've started the second half equally as well. A free kick over on the uh, right-hand side for Lancaster. He's gifted them a, a, a crossing possession here. Piling the box with the blue shirts. And uh, you do feel a goal either way will probably... The way the game's going, that'll be the game then, won't it? It could be a game of one goal, certainly, yes. or none. Well, it's going to be a free kick. Uh, barely to take it. Eight yards or so from the corner flag and a yard in from the touchline over on the far side. Bailey with this cross, in it comes, and it's a free header for Evangelinos, who rose there, heads it across goal into the top corner, and Lancaster have taken the lead 18 minutes into the second half. Well, again, when you concede from a set piece, you've got to look at the marking, and the marking was poor. We go back to the free kick, which was given away quite senselessly, really. Unnecessary free kick. And they score from it. Bailey crosses the ball in. Lawson's there. Under pressure from Palinkas. Out to the right-hand side. Cross comes in. That's going to go in. It's straight to the back post. And there was Sloan. Simple stuff from Lancaster City. But effective stuff. And with 13 minutes left of this game, that's probably the match ball at this point, given how the match has gone thus far. 2-0 to Lancaster City. Well, the Dolly Blues have not scored many goals this season, but 2-0 is a luxury item for them. It was looking rather ominous at 1-0. It's looking even more ominous at 2-0. Play continues, and Dodd now driving to the edge of the box. It's uh, Van Wyk. Van Wyk runs out of road once again and uh, cleared. Good determination, though, there from Dodd. Full time here at the Giant Axe. And, uh, well, FC United going down by two goals to nil here against Lancaster City both goals come in in the second half Paul we said in the lead up to the first goal it feels like this is a game where a 1-0 will win the game um, we were wrong we were wrong it was 2-0 but FC United especially in the second half just didn't look like they were going to get a goal most of the good chances came in the first half for FC it was an uphill task to begin with I mean we know about FC United's injuries and players missing that we've had in the squad a month or so ago um, it doesn't help when Potts goes out injured at the start of the first half in the warm up it doesn't help that Donahue then goes off injured half time. at half time yeah. that's, that's kind of that just, it's just an uphill battle at that point Yeah, I think that um, it was similar to the Matlock game in that when Matlock scored you never saw us coming back we go a goal down away from home and at the moment, we don't, we don't have that threat to come back. Yet again, uh, Lancaster have welcomed their very benevolent visitors from Manchester and uh, ended up taking the points. Yep, FC United do not do well here, uh, just like we don't do well at Matlock. It's one of them grounds, isn't it? But I do feel we had chances in that first half. Fair play to Lancaster. We've got to credit Lancaster. They're uh, a scratch team as well. There's been some really impressive performances from them. Norris, Evangelinos, Cowper, Wait, 
Bailey, Tweedley, Zuck. Zuck has been brilliant. Um, yeah, he they, did a good yeah. job on uh, Van Wyk. They performed well. They've done what they had to do. And I think if you're looking at our side, Palinka's put in a, yes. Out of a position. good performance. Van Wyk's had a good game, really. My only criticism, a bit too intricate at times. Yeah, he, he was taking on two, three, four players and trying to get a shot in, and in, in, invariably the last player managed to make it off him, but... Um, he didn't have a lot of support up front to be fair um, we badly missed Donahue's craft and uh, industry yep. in the second half and Lancaster in the second half looked the stronger side even patched up they looked a better side than we did how much of that is to do with I mean I remember what well, I think it was Swampy it might have been James I do apologise but they said at the start of the Geyser game a lot of this rests on Ennis Griffiths and Donoghue. The senior players, yeah. We were asking a lot of Griffiths that I, we had no experience, I don't think, and we looked disjointed, and for obvious reasons. Yeah, and and when we go a goal down, um, we don't have a lot of goals in us as a team at the moment, um, unfortunately. In the, the post-linear era, we knew that goals would be harder to come by, and, it, and that's proven the case. To be fair, in the linear era, there was performances like this. Oh yeah, there are games early in the season where we huffed and puffed and didn't get shots in. So it's not just down to Linney, although people will say it is. I don't know, it's a difficult one. What we don't have is, is a midfield that chips in with lots of goals like other sides have. And when you've got that, it's really down on the front men, isn't it? If the front men don't deliver, nobody scores unless your centre-backs come up with a header. And that goes back to who I'm toying with the idea of giving man of the match to, and that's Zuck, because I think Zuck was key. Yeah. Especially in that first half when FC United were on top. Yeah. Um, we, we can't be too damning because FC United were on top in that first half. We created chances. If we got a goal in that first half hour, it could have been a very different game. Exactly. But we didn't We didn't cash in on, on the territorial advantage and the possession we had. And the longer the game went on, the more Lancaster got into it. Who was um, FC United's standout performance there, Paul? You got your well, time with Palinkas or Griffiths? I, I would tend to look at Polinkas this afternoon, considering he was out of possession, stuck to his task, picked up an injury in the second half, and Game League went on with it, didn't shirk. Some players would have gone down and said, well, I've had enough, I'll get me off. But he, he stuck to the game, tried very hard in the losing cause. And there's not a lot of other candidates, really. Now, we can't go from joy to being downbeat in the space of... Well, I think everyone was, was quite optimistic three hours ago. It was always going to be a tall ask after Tuesday. Tuesday was not a fluke, isn't it right? But that was a once-in-a-season kind of game. You don't get performances like that week in, week out. We used up a fair bit of fortune, I think, on yes. Tuesday, it's fair to say. And when you've used it up, it's gone. And we didn't have it this afternoon. Neil, what, what do you take from that game? Can't, can't take a lot now. And we tried and tried and tried and tried and tried to get players over the line this week. And we're hitting a brick wall with money. I've lost Potts. I've lost Donahue at half-time. I've lost Vincent. I've lost Gribbin. I've lost Linney. I've lost Degrooch. I've lost Armstrong. It's impossible. And now I've lost Halls next week. You know, it, it's a, it's hard. It's really hard. And I've got to just got to pick the lads up. We're going Belgium. We've got to get ready for Stalybridge next week. I mean, we'll come to um, preparations for, for this week and, and, and what's going to happen. But, I mean, I think that on Tuesday, a lot of us, well, certainly the radio team, were expecting a performance like this on Tuesday. And that, that kind of, a performance like we had at Guys, it doesn't happen 
week in, week out. Oh. It takes a lot of energy and it takes a, a lot of sap out of the players. Um, that said, the first half started really well for FC United. Got a score. Dante's got a score. We did all right, but we often puffed and then we lose Donners at half-time. Adam Dodd's my best player. Second half, he comes on for, what, 17 minutes? He's the best player. Griffiths has to score. Has to score at nil-nil. We started the, the day, uh, obviously, with, with Potts getting injured. I mean, yeah. how much of that second half was to do with Donahue going oh, off at oh. half-time? I mean, I think it's, uh, I mean, it was blatantly obvious, really. We lost a lot of drive there. When, when Donahue you, lose your, you, you lose your attacking players like Linny Gribbin, then you lose Donahue, you know, it, it's so hard. And I don't, I think people think players are hung up on the back of an anger at someone's door. You know, this fan who come behind and said, well, where do you want us to keep getting them from? But unfortunately, they're not going to sit in the 18 because they're not on contract. They don't know. We've just lost seven or eight players, and this is not turning around in a week. So if I go and find another a Gribbin or a Linney or a Donahue, it's hard. But we'll keep trying. We'll keep trying. It's 12 games to go. We'll keep trying. What's the update on, on Donahue? <laughs> and Potts, for, for that matter. Fatigue. Fatigue. And that's pretty obvious, wasn't it, based yeah, on, on what happened yeah. on Tuesday? Potsy was fit Thursday. Calf today. Obviously, Gribbin, it's good looks like he's going out for a year. You know, you, you get criticised for loan players and then two of the best loan players have had De Groot, she's on the bench for Doncaster today. Yeah. Finn Armstrong's going to start it for Curzon today. They've won, so, you know, we're doing something right, but it, it's it's hard when the when they all disappear at one go and, and then you come away to Lancaster where you get two set pieces and the Beatles 2-0, so it says a lot about us really today, but I, th- I thought we were... I thought we were two to the second half. I thought we'd just give up. Well, you know, that, that's nothing to do. I don't care if you've got 11 free shirts out there. I thought our senior players didn't do enough. And well, no, I, one of, I was going to mention about the senior players because, you know, Lancaster can't, not too far off in a simple position at the minute with players in, out of position and stuff like that. But one thing they have got is Norris. They've got Evangelinos and they've got Cowperthwaite. And Norris is my age and he's still, and he's still I, running around. It's incredible, isn't it? But in the second half... We've lost Donahue. We've lost Ennis. We're just relying on Griffiths, basically. Yeah, and Palinkas in midfield. Ennis has played too many games, but you know the, the plan wasn't to be playing that many games, but he is. Uh, Palinkas has done a job in midfield, but he's not a midfielder. He was he, he was Paul's um, standout <laughs> player. For, yeah, Probably was. Uh, no, it's going to be a, a difficult week. And now, we've, like I said, we're going to go next Saturday with no holes now. So it's not going to get any easier, but we'll, we'll keep trying. We'll keep working hard. Brian will be out and about and on the phone all week and trying to get lads in and you know see what we can do the good news is um, well is it sunshine in Belgium well I, I, I assume so um, you, you can have waffles and ice cream yeah, in Belgium anyway it's lovely uh, but um, Staley Bridge on Saturday mm. um, I mean Staley Bridge have had similar problems to what we've got and mm. and uh, and uh, what Lancaster have got it can have a galvanising effect can't it like like we have seen at Staley Bridge over the last month yeah so. it, it can it can and, and listen it, it, it it is what it is now. You know, the, the the future of the football club is more important than than me standing here moaning about having no money. You know, we know where we are. If you went to the AGM, you know, we didn't get the, the whole budget that we wanted this year, boost the budget. You know, we've had the three point deduction, we've had you know, we've had a few things that have gone against us and now the injuries and suspensions. But it, it does, you know, one thing's for sure is that I'm not giving up and, and Brian won't give up and I know the lads won't give up. Today's a, a massive, devastating setback. For me it's massive, but I th- I think I'm, I'm distraught tonight. That's as low as I've felt for a long time. Uh, but then on the flip side of that, I felt sorry for some of the lads out there when, we, when you're throwing the young lads out there and 18-year-olds and, and they're trying, but they're, they're getting thrown around. And I think you saw that with the, the front line that finished, you know, with Guy Hall, with Sam, 
with Josiah yeah. and, and Matty. You know, they're all 18, 19. And they're and running around. They're yeah. running around, yeah. they're trying, but, you know, they're not season pros at this level, you know, and that, and that's that's what's going to work you. But if you want to get the season pros at the top end of the pitch and the other end of the pitch, you, you're writing out big checks for them. Let's end the, the interview on, on this note. I mean... Football is a, is a weird sport because, you know, at the start of the day you can be on a high and then at the end of the day you can be on a low. But we have to remember, this is the same week the guys the game happened yeah, yeah. and that was pretty special. And that so, was with 10 men as well. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, so it was an uphill challenge on Tuesday night. I no, remember it, speaking to you before that game. It was. It was just we, we pulled a, a rabbit out of the hat. But yeah. nothing, nothing's changed really. It's, just, just, it's frustrating, men, to yeah. hear some shouts today and, and I think... We've had some of the best footballers through the door this season. We were doing so well, and we've got to go and find the next one. You know, and that takes time. And, and if someone's got one eye in blue shoe cover or something, then we want to know. But it's going to take time. We've got to just go and go and find the next lot of gems between now and the end of the season. And I'm sure that we will do. Well, Neil, a big thank you for for joining us in, in difficult circumstances. Yeah. But like I said, we're in that game up until. Yeah, it, was, it just became a bridge too far with all the players going off. But uh, thank you for joining us and uh, enjoy Belgium. Waffles and ice cream. cream. Cheers, Ben. I'll see you soon. FC United manager Neil Reynolds there speaking post-match on Saturday. Next league game for the Reds takes place this weekend as FC United hosts Staley Bridge Celtic at Broadhurst Park. Admission is pay on the gate, £12 for adults, £7 concessions, £3 under 18s, while under 5s are free with a paying adult. Kick-off on Saturday in North Manchester will be at 3pm. But as always, if you cannot make this game in person, then there will, of course, be full live commentary available on fc-radio.co.uk. To the women's team now, and FC United returned to Broadhurst Park on Sunday as the Reds hosted Mosley Hill in the league. To hear now how FC got on, let's hand over to Ben and Paul. Well, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome back to Broadhurst Park. And you join us here on a Sunday afternoon for the return of women's team live. FC United taking on Mosley Hill and uh, joining me here, it's a welcome back to our pundit, statistician, summariser, an all-round good egg, Stato Paul. Hello, Paul. Good afternoon. So, what should we know about today's game? Well, Mosley Hill are bottom of the table. They're winless. They've drawn three and lost all the rest this season. So, looking at it, you could say that complacency is, is the biggest uh, threat to the women's side this afternoon. Um, the, they've got games in hand on the uh, sides above them. We need to win them to close the gap. Um, I think Curzon are playing today. Salford playing today. One's playing and one's in a cup tie. Curzon are in a cup tie today. Yeah. Uh, Salford are playing. So, uh, Salford are hosting crew. So the leaders are not playing. Uh, and the gap currently, it's five points and we've got... Four games in hand over Curzon. Three games in hand over Salford. Salford currently sitting one point ahead of us in the league table. So a very important result today. Uh, to close the gap there are some players missing today we're, we're, we're not filling the bench as we normally would I think there are injuries that have taken its toll so uh, an illness so um, not, the, not the strongest FC uh, side we've part of this season but certainly a strong side We're taking on Mosley Hill Mosley Hill uh, sitting bottom of the table at the moment uh, just three draws this season thus far from their opening 12 matches but shown times in the last couple of weeks or so uh, you know they've only been beaten by one goal in the last three matches Yeah we won their 2-0 back in August and that wasn't an easy game Um, we had to scrap hard to win it on a pitch which is not the easiest of pitches it has to be said 
But yes, it's a game that has to be won. It won't be given to us on a plate. And they did get a three-all draw with Salford, which is a quite credible result considering Salford have beaten us this season 5-4 and won other games and they've got a gold goal machine of their own in Farouz Abdullahi, who we know well. So, yes, it's a game that has to be won out there on the pitch and not, not taken for granted. Uh, FC United come into this uh, in... In, in decent form. Uh, obviously, um, the last time you heard from us was in the Argyle plate where FC United beat Sir Tom Finney a couple of weeks ago by six goals to nil. Uh, since that, there's been a league match away at Blackburn Community and that, that was pretty comprehensive stuff as well, especially from Libby Dixon. Even that wasn't easy in the initial stages. It, it was one all at one point, but the second half was a, a great exhibition. They ran away with it and ended up scoring eight, I think. Yeah. But... Um, that's the side of the game that we want to see more of. I think what we've watched this season in our games we've covered is we've created a lot of chances, a, a massive amount of chances, but not finished enough of them away. And we need to be a bit more ruthless, I think. Headed in towards the edge of FC United's penalty area. It's a good turn and a good ball and onside and a shot comes in to the near post. And Mosler Hill opened the score in early doors. Ellinson, who just had a chance moments ago, had a better opportunity that time, Paul, and the visitors opened the score in six minutes played. Yeah, FC have not started brightly. They've not, not looked strong defensively and uh, they were unhinged there with a very simple pass inside the box. Corner ball, though, to FC United. Chambers to take this from the right. In it comes. Better corner this time to the near post. Not been dealt with. Hits the post. And now it's been... It breaks in. yards from goal there and uh, over the line by Chelsea Patient eventually... And uh, there was a, a proper scramble there in the Mosley Hill defence to try and deal with that one. But uh, as soon as it broke to Patient, she was going to get to it. And FC United with an equaliser. 11 minutes played here. It's cleared. Is Jean going to get to that ball? Jean does. And uh, here's Kennelly to O'Gara. O'Gara chips the ball forward. Chambers is onside. Chambers one-on-one. -on -one. Great finish by Chambers to Boland's near post. And FC United... From 1-0 down, make it 2-1, and we've had 18 minutes. Donald takes a touch and plays it out to the left-hand side of FC United's Pensier. Kelly, under pressure, gets the ball to Chambers. Chambers now, moving forward, beats one player, and then plays the ball down the line to Smith. Smith holds this up, played through. Flag stays down, and Dixon lobs the goalkeeper. Fine finish there by Dixon, and FC United make it 3-1. 19 minutes played and uh, those last two goals there in quick succession have uh, turned the direction of this game around, Paul. They pushed up there for an upside that they didn't get and uh, Dixon's finish was very classy. Smith with a great ball there to find Dixon. Dixon's shot is saved well by Boland and uh, ball out over on the far side. Dixon crosses this ball in. There's Smith on the penalty spot. Smith, Reeves. It's a tap in for Reeves and it's 4-1 and it's now a lot more comfortable for FC United. Oh, ball breaks here, and uh, Sadie, Sadie with a cross, this is going to be 4-2, oh, yeah, wonderful save by Donald. Well, it's a certainty, didn't it? Smith to Chambers, Chambers, good diagonal ball, finds Dixon, and that oh. is a marvellous goal from FC United, Libby Dixon finishing the move off, but what a fantastic pass by Kirsty Chambers. And uh, there was a dummy in there as well, I think, Paul. There was. It was so well constructed, that goal. Reeves. Reeves wins that ball back. Here's Reeves. 
Got Dixon in the box. Reeves keeps going. Reeves to the byline. Cross this ball in. Wonderful, wonderful ball from Reeves. What great play there from the midfielder. Finds Dixon six yards out, and it's a tap in. And SC United with half an hour played here. And uh, well, the offside trap's been beaten here. And uh, well, Mosley Hill have got a goal. Sadie beat the offside trap. And on 38 minutes, it's 6 2. And uh, here's O'Gara. Finds Rigby. Rigby, great footwork from Rigby. Rigby barging away through. Rigby one on one. And that is 7 2. Minutes into this second half, and FC United, the substitute there, scoring. Fantastic solo stuff there from Kirsty Chambers in the build-up, but then Rigby to uh, finally score the goal, 7-2, Paul. Terrific stuff there. Smith gets that ball to Kelly. Kelly back in field to Smith. Smith now, left-hand side of the centre circle, into the centre circle now to Rigby. Rigby brings the ball under control, looking out to the left-hand touchline. Wait for the run forward there, Chambers. Chambers with a first-time pass down the line to Kelly, who's onside. Kelly from the left, waits for the run of Chambers, who in turn is onside. Chambers from the byline, crosses this ball in. There's Hayes Aww. over the bar. Great build-up play from FC United. Kelly gets that ball with Sadie there, battling away to win it back for the visitors. Ball played down the line there. Back in field, good turn by Sadie. Sadie out to the right-hand side. Ainscoe can cross this ball in. It's a good ball in. This is surely going to be 7-3. And it is. And a uh, good ball into the box there. And Menendez scores Mosler Hill's third. 7-3. Full time here at Broadhurst Park. And uh, FC United winning this one by seven goals to three. A hat-trick for Libby Dixon. A, well, what was it, Paul? Ten-minute hat-trick yeah. in the first half for Dixon. There was also goals for Patient, for Chambers, for Reeves for Rigby. Most of the goals happened in the first half. Uh, the, the scoring was actually opened by Mosley Hill. The first half goals were, were ended by Mosley Hill. The second half, it's been a bit consolidation. Mosley Hill and FC United cancelling each other out to a certain degree. But FC United will be happy with the three points. On top of the 8-1 victory last weekend, seven goals scored, three points for FC. I don't think the scoreline tells the full story of this game. I don't think the match itself... There was a four-goal gap between the two sides. They put a lot into this game. And for a side at the bottom of the table, gave us a good fight. They scored three times, which to their credit, and uh, never gave in. Play of the match, Dixon. You've got to give it to Dixon, haven't you? Can't we? really look beyond that. <laughs> there were so many comings and goings, it's hard to pick a player that stayed on the field for 90 minutes. But Dixon's three goals in a very short time changed the destiny of the game completely. Salford were playing crew this afternoon and their crew were 2-0 up in that game uh, still 2-1 as far as we're aware so at the minute FC United will be going up to second in the league um, even if Salford managed to get an equaliser FC United will be going up to second and that's um, two points behind the leaders is it? two points behind the leaders uh, Curzon bring cup action this afternoon just a reminder FC United will have three games in hand over Curzon Ashton and the gap will be two points after this afternoon's game. Uh, Salford City, we wait and see how they got on in their match uh, with Crew, But uh, trailing at the moment in the dying embers of that game. Uh, so uh, unless they win, FC United will be going second. Yeah, I don't think FC were at their very best this afternoon. But they certainly improved on their finishing. We were saying before the game that they've made a lot of chances in, in games this season, not put them away. They've been quite clinical today. Ten shots on target and seven goals. Yeah, that's a big improvement. That's James will like that. Well, we're joined uh, by James Mulville. 
James, yeah, we're here. Eight goals last week, seven goals this week. Yeah we're, yeah, we're banging a few in, aren't we? Yeah. I follow on from our conversation we last had after a game here about yeah. taking chances. Well, one thing we said you'd be pleased with today is the fact, was it 10 shots on target? 10 on target and 7 scored. So, so that's a big improvement. Yeah, we did, we did a session on Tuesday, which was two hours of shooting. <laughs> it, 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 not, I'm not even joking, it was two hours of just different positions, different shooting, different scenarios that you come into. And we've took it today. And do you know what? You probably wouldn't have uh, noticed as much, but... We're managing it like a lot of injuries today. Like we've got Shanice Reeves has come like said to me about thirty minutes in, my legs it's gone. Nothing too serious, but one of them where it's like she can't play on. So you look at our midfield that's finished with we've got Eve Kennelly who's not played like ninety minutes for a couple of years, like basically, and she's in there holding it down and it, we manage with what we got and I think if we if we were full strength today Probably put up at 12, 13, 14 past them. It didn't start off well. I mean, no. Mazda Hill <laughs> came out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, the, the first half was um, chances galore, wasn't it, really? And yeah. uh, goals galore. Um, bookended by, by Mosley Hill. I mean, you did say last week when, when I spoke to you that they're better than the league position suggests. 100%. The press was on from them yeah, all yeah. the way through this. 100%. I've said this since we played them. I said they don't deserve to be where they are. And like I said I said in my interview this week, is I've been there last year at the end of the year where you feel like you shouldn't be in the position you're in. And it doesn't mean you've got a bad team, but I think they'll get points out of people. I don't think they'll be in the situation they are come the end of the year. Um, they need to get a sort of good run of form in place. But for our girls today, you look at Libby Dixon again, yeah, hat-trick. Hat right? Another hat-trick. It's unreal. Like, and I, I said to her when I brought her off there, I said, mate, I'm just, I'm just trying to rest you up a little bit, mate. Like, I'm kind of wrapping you in cotton wool. Like, and I think that's something now that it's always been, over years gone by, it's always been Kirsty's the one we have to protect. But now it's a case of how do we protect Kirsty? How do we protect Libby? How do we protect Battle and she's firing? How do we protect Shanice and these other players? Like, we, we've got a, a team of, of, of solid individuals on. Um, how handy is it? Well, at the minute, this is what we have. Uh, we'll, we'll wait and see. We, we know things can change quickly in this league, but yeah. we don't have a scheduled game next week. It no. doesn't look like. So no, how, no. How, how handy is that given? We need it. Like we, we honestly need it. Like obviously, we've got a few people missing today through through work commitments and stuff. But when you see us again now in action, we're gonna have a, like some big hitters coming back in, like like the Jess Battles, the uh, uh, Chelsea Flanagan's. Like there's there's gonna be some heavy hitters coming into the team and. Um, we've done that today with, uh, with uh, like I say, we've, we've got a lot of people missing, but we, there was points of the football we were playing today and it was nice to see. I turned around to coaching staff and stuff we did on Thursday, you're seeing it today, like how we were playing in the wide spaces. Like we, we looked at how they were going to set up. We put cones down for where they were going to be and we, we looked at how we could create patterns that would exploit them and we did it in in, in tons of spells there but today but there's a few sloppy bits and bobs in, in between but That's, yeah. it is what it is isn't it like, yeah next up I think is Cheadle Town Cheadle Town at home wow hello <laughs> I'm fired up for this one they, they, they've done us twice this year in the Cups but I think for us like we didn't turn up those games and, and we, we didn't have Neve Burt whistling in them games we didn't have Chelsea Fanning we didn't have Emily Marsh like we've got players that are, are starting players whereas you look at us how we're going to be lining up next time we play them we're going to have Burt whistling we're going to have Flanagan in we're going to have Marsh in we're going to have Battle in we're going to have these players that are going to make a big difference like and they're going to be I, I looked at it last night they could be potentially lining up against six players they didn't line up against last time so if they think that they're coming to play the same team that they, they, they beat last time it's, they've got another thing coming now uh, as things stand um, I'm still waiting for crew to, to tweet the final score crew, but crew of 1-2-1 one, 2-1 one. Two, one. Right, there were 2-0 up in that game so I've got a, a goal back late we, on we take that so, away 
anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Up to second, uh, with games in hand, uh, Curzon were in cup action today. So yeah. I think we're two points behind Curzon with three games in hand. So that's that's a good position to be in during this little break that we're about to have. I keep saying to I see you saying to the girls, don't even look too much how many games or how many points. Like look at look at the the, the losses and draws and and just deduct the points that people have lost. And when you're looking at some of these teams who've um, who've lost like five games or, or they've, they've lost two games and drawn four games just do the maths how many points have they dropped and we've dropped five like we know if they've dropped more than us then we're in a good spot towards the end of the year and the goal difference I said today I wrote on the board massive in there plus four we want plus four yeah. every game like that's what we're going for and probably could have been more today but if we're popping plus four past each team like come the end of the year we're going to be it's not going to come down to goal difference and uh, I'm going to end an interview on this note because uh, we, we often talk about Ellie Kelly and, uh, and Rigby and Stopford the, the younger players one player we do have to mention today Sophie Donald Mm -hmm. who in the first half I think did uh, a proper world-class save um, and I think that does need highlighting do you know what we have got two keepers and and it's been difficult because like Ainsworth who's been the number one for years gone by it has got work commitment issues and stuff and but for me it's it's which one trains and which one comes down and, and, and puts a shift in and I know Sophie Donald's got a lot to learn still but for me it's, it's about attitude and application like if, if someone's ready to dig in and put the work in I'm ready to work with them and I've said to the girls I said we shouldn't look at it like this keeper's better than that keeper or this keeper's better than her we should look at it like she's the youngest player in the squad and she's she's got one of the most difficult jobs and it, it's a positive today and she made a that was a massive save that, yeah, that, that it point really the game, was like, massive save and she's got that in her locker and, and Listen, she just turned 17. Where's she going to be in six, seven years' time? With what she's competing at now, she's going to be class. And you've got two proper class goalkeepers. That's it, mate. That's yeah. it. It's, it's, I think Paul said at the start of the year, how are you going to keep all these happy? And I was like, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'll just try. Well, this is it. We're, we're nearly there. We're nearly at the end. Yeah. And, and we, we've managed to do it because injuries happen, yeah. work commitments happen, uh, and we're, we're soldiering yeah. along. It helps me sometimes. When someone gets a knock, I'm like, oh, that's good for two weeks. <laughs> that, that, sort, that sorts that problem out for two weeks. But it sounds like uh, for the Cheadle game, we're, we're going to have a, a lot more players. So uh, enjoy yeah. that headache. Uh, enjoy your break before that headache Mm -hmm. and uh, a big thank you for joining us James congratulations today and uh, yeah keep up that some work and we'll catch up again cheers guys cheers FC United women's team manager James Mulvihill there well that's it for this week's This Club Is My Club a big thank you to everyone involved in FC Radio and the club as a whole thanks for listening and from me Cockers see you next time this is FCUM Radio Officially the most popular FC United radio station in the world.